Today on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. People were playing games just like they do now. You know, the legal system, you know, it was all messed up. Everything in their society, just like in our society, you know, they'd made it really complicated because if you make something really complicated, now you can have loopholes and you can twist things and you can play games with one another. Well, you know, when I said that, I didn't really mean that. What I meant was this and you can't prove otherwise kind of a thing. And Jesus said, cut that out. That's foolishness. Just keep it simple. Keep it honest. Say what you mean and mean what you say. What would it be like to live in a society where deception didn't exist? This is the question Pastor Robert poses in today's study. Believers are called to a high standard for truth in our dealings with one another. Integrity should be the norm among Christians, but is it? Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of James, chapter 5, verse 12, with today's study. Open your, your Bibles to James, chapter 5. We're also going to look at Luke, chapter 12. You know, this passage reminded me of, of something. It's really, it's only the one verse in James, chapter 5, that we're going to look at today. Last week, we left off. We ended at verse 11. Today, we're going to look at, at verse 12, James, chapter 5, verse 12. But that's going to take us eventually to... Luke chapter 12 as, as well. It reminded me of the book Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift. Jonathan Swift describes his fictional hero, Lemuel Gulliver. You know, it's an interesting name that Bible scholars believe that Lemuel may very well have been Bathsheba's nickname for Solomon, King Solomon. But Jonathan Swift describes his fictional hero's interaction with an imaginary society of talking horses at one point. It's a, it's a fascinating little piece of the story there. And um, this imaginary society of horses just really can't fathom that human beings could have intelligence, could possibly govern themselves, things like that. But because these horses always spoke the truth to each other, they didn't have any concept of deception either. They didn't even have a word to describe lying to somebody, telling a lie. In chapter 4, he writes, actually part 4, chapter 4, I remember in frequent discourses with my master concerning the nature of manhood in other parts of the world, having occasion to talk of lying and false representation. It was with much difficulty that he comprehended what I meant, although he had otherwise a most acute judgment. For he argued thus, that the use of speech was to make us understand one another and to receive information of facts now, if anyone said the thing which was not, those ends were defeated because I cannot properly be said to understand him. And I am so far from receiving information that he leaves me worse than ignorance, for I am led to believe a thing black when it is white and short when it is long. 
And these were all the notions he had concerning that faculty of lying so perfectly well understood among human creatures. Such a fascinating little perspective. You know, God gave to human beings the use of speech, at least in part, so that we might be able to understand one another, share information, facts, ideas, concepts. And so deception, lying, misrepresentation, misinformation, these things completely undermine the whole point of speaking to one another. What would it be like? That's, by the way, Gulliver and the horse leader, master horse. What would it be like to live in a society, to live in a land where deception did not exist? I mean, really think about it. What would it be like to live in a place where people were always genuine and honest? No deception, no duplicity, no game playing, nobody lied about anything, you know, where you could just accept without any, without any hesitation whatsoever, every piece of information communicated, whether from your best friend or from the internet, even from politicians. You could believe every word. What would that be like? James 5.12 says this, But above all, my brethren, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no, no, lest you fall into judgment. Now, James is just repeating the teaching of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 33, Jesus said again, you've heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform your oaths to the Lord. But I say to you, this is Jesus talking, I say to you, don't swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. But let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. What was Jesus saying? Well, he was confronting the the corruption, the legalism of his day. People were playing games, just like they do now. You know, the legal system, you know, it was all messed up. Everything in their society, just like in our society, You know, they'd made it really complicated because if you make something really complicated, now you can have loopholes and you can twist things and you can play games with one another. Well, you know, when I said that, I didn't really mean that. What I meant was this, and you can't prove otherwise kind of a thing. And Jesus said, cut that out. That's foolishness. Just keep it simple. Keep it honest. Say what you mean and mean what you say. I remember having a conversation with a businessman from Sweden many, many years ago when Elizabeth and I first got married. He was um, an acquaintance, somebody who, who worked alongside Youth with a Mission in Sweden, and he came here. He, his family bought some properties here. He was involved in several properties, and he was selling all of them at this point. And I asked him, we could see that everything was turning around and, and property values were going up. And I said, Harold, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you doing this now? And he said, because I spend $5,000 a month on lawyers here. I don't spend that in a year in Sweden. And, you know, he's like, this place is crazy. I had to laugh. He was right. He realized he couldn't do business in Miami from Stockholm. 
I had a family member tell me one time, he said, you know, I realize when I do business in Florida and if I have to hire an attorney, I hire another attorney to watch the first attorney. That's what I said. You know, I just laughed. He said, no, I'm serious. I've realized it's absolutely necessary. Why? Well, because you really don't know who you can trust anymore, right? Integrity should be the norm among Christians, not deception. Let me say that again. Integrity should be the norm among Christians. I realized a number of years ago that just because some plumber, electrician, tree surgeon, attorney tells me they're a Christian does not mean I can trust them because I've been cheated by Christian plumbers, electricians. You understand what I'm saying, right? I'm not just picking on the attorneys, Tyrone, I promise. The point is, integrity should be the norm among those who say they represent Jesus Christ. Not long ago, I was listening to a, a morning show on a Christian radio station, and they had a, they had a, like a call-in thing that they were doing, you know, and these two DJs were talking back and forth and, and laughing about, how, laughing about how, how parents lie to their small children. And they were asking, it's Christian radio, Christian radio talk show. So they were asking parents to you know, call in and just tell us a funny story, you know, about a little white lie you told your kid, whatever, you know, one mom calls in, you know, she's laughing, you know, because she, her little one, one time, you know, she said, yeah, you know, she was pitching a fit because she was going by this place where we often will stop to get ice cream. And, and I had said, no, you know, we can't stop and, and, and get ice cream. And she starts throwing a tantrum, you know, and so I, I said to her, well, they don't sell ice creams to five-year-olds on Wednesdays to stop the tantrum. Said, you know, it's like, oh, okay. So maybe we could go tomorrow? Yeah, maybe we can go tomorrow. But today, you know, they don't sell ice cream to five-year-olds on, on Wednesday. Ha, ha, ha. You know, everybody got a big laugh. Out. Then somebody else called, you know, another example of some little white lie, you know, preventing an outburst, whatever. But you see, Mr. Swift got it right. Deception leaves one worse than ignorance because we're led to believe a thing black when it's actually white, short when it's actually long, good when it's actually bad, helpful when it's actually destructive. Everybody with me? In other words, wrong and misleading information is worse than no information. Better off ignorant than believing something that's not accurate. And even worse than that, trust is undermined when deception becomes acceptable, right? Who do you trust? Nobody. And guys, when we're not always truthful with our kids, instead of training them to integrity, we train them to expediency. Do you understand how harmful that is? That's all the time we have for today here on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Pastor Robert will continue sharing these insights from the book of James the next time you join us. You know, the name of our broadcast is Our Heart's Desire to keep the main thing the main thing. Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. 
We here at Main Thing Radio have a strong desire to see God's people discipled on a daily basis. And so we'd like to offer you a free copy of today's broadcast. Log on to MainThingRadio.com. That's MainThingRadio.com. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast for you to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. With a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire book of James. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at www.mainthingradio.com or send an email to questions at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's questions at calvarymiamibeach.org. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the book of James and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio. Music